Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW. Welcome to Lord Land. LIW Movie Review. Whatever the fuck we're calling this show. I just had to wait like a full five minutes for my dog to lay down because we have wood tiling here in the floor. Or what? What? Wood flooring here in the studio. Holy shit. This is going to be an interesting episode. I could tell already. And he just kept pacing back and forth because that's what he does. That's what Pollux the studio dog does. He's been with us since the beginning. And holy shit, he is still the same. Only difference is the old studio had carpeting. And we didn't really notice him click-clacketing all around. He doesn't let us cut his nails because he's scared of everything. Anyway, that is a, a tangent. And today's episode is Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. I guess we're doing this. Um, so this is the fourth Sharknado movie, obviously, if you haven't listened to the title I just said. And the third one we've done on this show. I will eventually get around to doing Sharknado 1. I have almost no interest in doing that, but it also bothers me that we've done 2, 3, 4, and 5. Uh, we will do 5 when it comes out. And it is announced, by the way. Oh, yes, because uh, they're that desperate. It is called Sharknado 5 Earth Zero. Or Sharknado 5 Ellipses dot dot dot. Earth Zero. It's like Jaws, the one Jaws of the comedy. Anyway, the... Uh, this fucking looks terrible. And uh, so it really does bother me that we haven't done Sharknado 1, but we've done 2, 3, 4, and eventually 5. So it is going to bother me, and I will get around to doing the first one. I'm going to start speeding up now because I do not want to talk about this movie that much. Uh, this movie, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. I couldn't figure out what the fuck is happening. Um, I am a little let down because everyone's busy right now. Uh, we're all doing separate things. And the other Sharknados, we got everyone together. I think on Sharknado 3, we had like four or five people in the studio. It was just crazy. And it was a lot of fun. And this one I watched by myself. And then I watched it at like, I want to say 11, 30, 12 at night. And I sat there and I I just did an episode of Hack from the Future where I watched an episode of Two Broke Girls. And it's going to be coming out later this month. Where I just sit there and, I mean, I saw it in the, from the future. You, you get the idea of the premises. The videos are stuff from the future, but they're, <clears throat> they're not. Um, but I just sat there and I didn't laugh once. And I wasn't, and I was like, that was kind of the premise of the episode. And I was like, that was the idea. Uh, but if I laugh, whatever, we'll see what happens. And I'll comment on it afterwards. And I didn't laugh once. Not even once. And this is how I felt during this movie. Only difference is this movie made me laugh a couple times. There's a couple little bits in there where I was like, oh, when they, come, when they become kind of self-aware... I had fun with it. But for the most part, I was really baffled what the fuck it was because I haven't seen those like epic movie, those 300, like the 300 spoof, the spoof movies, the spoof movies that came out like from 2003 to 2012 or when the fuck they were popular. I don't know. I, I missed all of them. I didn't want to watch any of them. They have, I have no interest in those. I love the Naked Gun. I love Hot Shots. I love uh, Airplane, obviously. Those are great spoof movies. The Zucker Brothers, those are, those are amazing. This style, not this, I should say, the epic movie style is just literally, hey, look over there. It's Paris Hilton. And then they look over and she'll go, that's hot. And then, like, they'll look over there and be like, it's Frankie Munia, Munez, Munez, it's that guy. And here he is. Oh, he's like, oh, I'm a, I am sure hate being stuck in the middle. I look over there. It's Bill Cosby eating Jello. Oh, Jello. And then look over there. It's Rosie O'Donnell. And then she's like, I'm Rosie. But it's not really Rosie. It's some guy dressed as a woman. And the joke is that she has a unibrow. I don't know. I'm just fucking painting a picture here. That is, I just wrote a scene from one of those fucking movies. And that's that's the comedy. Is that, oh, we have a lot of people. It's like basically those movies are spirit Halloween store 
like someone just dressed up and they moved a camera around one of those stores and people it's just people dressed up as those stars or as those characters like Borat. It's just people dressed up at that and that's the fucking that's the comedy. That's your movie. It's people dressed up as different characters that we would recognize throughout cinema history. And how the and it's not even cinema history, it's just like the last six years. It's like movies that have come out during the last since the the last movie they made. It's the those scary movies are the same fucking thing. I, and I, I kind of commend them on stopping those movies. They stop making scary movies, and they can't. I realize. I think they realize how desperate it is and how they're not making much money anymore. Anyway, I don't. I hate that style of humor. I fucking despise it. It's. I think it's really sad and pathetic, and I. I really fucking hate it. And I. So when I watched the the Sharknados, they started off as kind of like a oh we're a bad movie, but we're aware, and it's so it's kind of like a little bit of. You you want a chick that's that's hot but doesn't know it. You don't want a chick that's hot and knows it and rubs it in your face. So you don't want your bad movie to be like, we're a bad movie, ha, 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 laugh at us, we're bad. We don't have much money. Look over there, it's David Hasselhoff. And like, uh, they, but the, the first Sharknado was like kind of trying to be a movie. And the, by, the, by the time the second one came out, it was just a cash grab. It was 100% cash grab. It was, it became popular. I saw it on fucking t-shirts. I have a picture on my Instagram of, of, of Sharknado like pajamas at Walmart. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And it just became this thing where it's, you know, you pay someone 40 grand and they show up for 15 minutes and they're like, we're going to point a camera at you and you're going to say whatever your most popular phrase is. And then we're going to turn the camera and then we'll continue on with our scene. And then so we, in this movie, by the time you get to the Sharknado 4, all of them written by Thunder Levin. That's his real fucking name, that, that fucking animal. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. I'm not going to call him an asshole. I kind of wanted to there. So I said animal instead, which is not like me. It's very East Coasty. Um, that was weird. The point is, it's all written by the same man. And so, But you really see the difference in how they make the movies as far as the script goes. Because this one... Especially, I'm not. Even, I'm going to stop talking about the other ones, and then we're just going to focus on this now. Sharknado Four. It opens up with this fucking nonsense scene, in which they explain that they can stop the tornadoes using this technology, and whatever. That's fine. Okay, I accept that. Moving on. The problem is they they're in Vegas, and they have to have sharks there, so they come up with this plan where there's a Tommy Davidson has built a a hotel. And he's the guy who's also built or protecting the world from tornadoes, tornadoes, whatever the fuck you want to call them. And he's 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 built this defense system and it shoots a, this, this thing at the tornadoes and it stops them. But he's also got this hotel <clears throat> for some fucking reason that he's built that has a big ass tank in the front of it. That it's like it's almost like a he's he's like daring the gods, like I, I'm the guy who stops this. So here you go, there it is. There oh. Like dangling the carrot in front of these tornadoes if they ever pop up. Like, this isn't a, oh, I stop you, but here, ooh, ooh, a little bit of bait, a little bit of food here. It's like uh, having a tiger and just draping like meats all over you and be like, hey, I, I'm the boss of this tiger. He does what I say. And it's like, like cooked bacon on your shoulders and you're just like in bloody meats all over your legs and just like duct taping around it like people do with money in, in heist movies. I, I don't know. I'm painting a weird picture here. I don't know where my mind is going. It's 2 in the morning, and I'm fucking, I just started, I started drinking a little bit ago. Anyway, the point is, it's it's this weird scene where he's building this, he's in Vegas, and then Ian Ziering's there, of course, and his fucking family goes there. I don't fucking know what the fuck's happening. He, they were in Kansas in the beginning, and then they came here. I don't know. I can't follow, or is it, they go to Kansas later. I don't remember. This fucking movie is a, is a nonsense just nonstop, nonsensical um, 
I don't know what word to say. A turd fest? I don't know. I don't uh, some whatever awful phrase you want to use there. I don't care. You use your imagination. Point is, I didn't know what the fuck is happening at any moment. They're in Vegas, and the fucking dust clouds, dust tornado starts. And I live in Phoenix, and that happens all the time here. This one though goes through Tommy Davidson's little hotel, grabs all the sharks, people die. Ian Ziering has to stop it. It's fucking boring. His son is there getting married up in the air by fucking Dr. Drew for some reason, who's just sad to see this because I love Dr. Drew and I don't want to see him in this shit. And then uh, they, they jump out of a, a, a plane. That's their fucking wedding. That's uh, what, what the fuck ever. I don't care. That doesn't really bother me. The problem is they get stuck in the tornado. And then, then from there on, I couldn't follow. I could not follow any of the action. The action is just insanity. It doesn't make any sense. I couldn't follow what the fuck was happening. Everyone is within 15 feet of, of every action sequence of each other, of everything. It's like, uh, it's like living in L.A. You're 20 minutes from wherever. But... They're always like, oh, there's my son in the air. How the fuck did you see him? Oh, my God. It is like what the, the easiest plot conveniences ever. It is just the laziest writing I've ever seen in my life. But they have to because they have to keep, they have to keep the script moving. I'm snapping my fingers because they got one, one plot point to, not plot point, but one beat to another. Got to get from one action sequence to another. So we gotta, they have to be right there. And his, his, he has to parachute right into that hotel that they're at. And he has to do this right here. Everything has to be right here, right now. And if it's not, if it's not right there, they'll go, we have to go there. And then it cuts to them there 15 seconds later. They're like, run, 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 run. And we're there. I'm like, you just ran like six miles in like half a second. Whatever. Moving on. Uh, Carrot Top's in this. He plays a fucking, uh, not a cab driver, but Uber driver. And then I was like, oh, he's going to come in later. He's going to be like uh, uh, Judd Hirsch in the, what is he, in the last one? Or Sharknado 3, I forget which. And nope, he just dies, like in a, in a cutaway scene for no fucking reason. He just goddamn dies. I'm drinking right now. Hold on. This movie is just insane. I, I have to drink while I talk about this. I didn't take any notes because I, I figured they wouldn't help. I was like, I should really write. Nope, I don't think it's going to. No, it's not going to matter because I don't even know what's happening right now. I would have to rewatch it again. I'm not doing that. Fuck that. Fuck you, movie. This, oh, man, I'm going to say this sentence and it's really going to bother me, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm sure somebody has said it already, and I'm not saying I'm clever. I'm not saying I'm original, but it is what I want to say, and I have to say it. This series has officially jumped the shark. It's it's happened. It's it's no longer funny. The, I didn't ever think it was funny, really. I thought it was stupid. But I thought I can get, like, you know, obviously I thought I can get listens, we can get views, whatever, by just reviewing the episodes and have fun with a group of friends. That's fine. But it's not funny anymore. It seems desperate. Everyone seems tired in the movie. Gary Busey is in it. It's, he looks in, like an insane person, which he, already, he always has. But now he, he looks, this is how ugly his son is. And I'm sorry, Jake Busey, you seem like a nice guy and like an insane person. Um, I, I can't get quite pinpoint what Jake Busey is. He seems like a crazy person, but he also seems sweet. And then I hear stories where he's terrible and I'm like, uh, what, what is he? Anyway, Gary Busey is officially aged and looks so crazy. He looks like a young Jake Busey, which really says a lot about young Jake Busey and his looks where you look like a 65 year old, 70 year old man when he was 25. Like when he was in Frighteners, whenever young he was in there, that's what it, Jake or Gary Busey looks like now. He just looks like a fucking insane smiling man. That's, that's, that should be the next series after The Incredible Negative Man. The Insane Smiling Man. That sounds like fun. I, I get both Buseys in there, and I'll just, I'll just let them talk, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. like a fly-on-the-wall episode, where I just sit there and let them talk, and I bet they would tell the most insane stories like in shorthand, where I have no idea what they're talking about. It's kind of like Cockney rhyming slang. 
Sling? Yeah, there we go. And I have no idea what the fuck's happening. Just like you have no idea what's happening when I'm talking about right now. Anyway, Sharknado. Oh, it's it's jumped a shark. It doesn't matter anymore. It's become too self-aware. It's become too... It's just... It knows what it's doing so much to the point where it's not fun anymore. And this one is insane because, like I said, it goes... They walk into the hotel, and then every four and a half feet, the camera stops, but the, the actors keep moving, but we don't follow them. Instead, we stop on just another famous celebrity along the way who says whatever line they're famous for saying for whatever they're going to say. They're gonna, there's advertisements literally floating in front of the screen. There's, you can just, they say things. They're like, Xfinity, it's amazing. And you're like, what the fuck was that? And there's one part where they, they're in the floating in the pool after the, the sharks get out, or you see a, an advertisement floating in the pool for a good three and a half, four seconds. And I'm like, oh, this is just so fucking ridiculous. It's officially just like a commercial. It's like this weird extended commercial. And I got to say, I truly fucking despise it. It was, it was miserable watching this. It, I hated it. There was, like I said, there's a couple times when I laughed. I forgot what they were already. And I, I, the rest of it was just fucking terrible, and I hated myself. I hated my decision to watch this. And people were like, why are you watching that? I'm like, I have no idea. I posted on Snapchat. I was like, I'm watching this. Here we go. And they're like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I do this to myself. Why do, I do why do I lash out against myself? So the fucking movie was like in the Vegas, and then you know he fixes it, iron zering, and then they leave. And then it's like, I guess the rest of the movie is like, Ian Ziering leaving from Kansas. He gets up in a tornado, and the tornado takes him to Chicago. And how fucking dare you going to Chicago movie? I fucking series, Sharknado series. Don't ruin Chicago. Chicago's special to me. Don't do it. And then it's, I'm not even going to mention the plot. I don't, other than he he's, has wants to get back to Kansas to save his fucking son, this fucking kid. They named Gil. How fucking, that's fucking insulting. That's stupid. And uh, the whole time they keep showing, uh, what's her fucking name, Tara Reid, the um, awful, awful Tara Reid, who I hear, I hear in interviews, and she seems like a nice person. She seems like a sweetheart. Uh, I don't know if she's always been that way, but she seems like that. She's like that now. She seems fine. <laughs> it's not her fault, but she's just she shouldn't have been an actress. That's all. She should not be an actress. That's all. That's, I'm not going to change my mind on that. She can, She couldn't wow me, I don't think. And if she does, I will rescind my statement. I will be like, whoa. Touche, Tara Reed. You really... I can't believe you won the Oscar, Tara. Can you... Can you... And the Oscar goes to Tara Reed. Can you... You think that phrase is ever going to be said? And if, and if you do, I feel real bad for you. I really do. I really do, Holmes. But she's supposed to be dead. Everyone thinks she's dead. At the end of the last movie, they left it as a cliffhanger. They don't really introduce her for a while into this one. So you do think she's dead. You see Ian Ziering moving on with his life. And I couldn't tell who the fuck that uh, Gemini girl was. I'm sure she's in the rest of the movies. I have no memory of them or her. I, or, I have no memory of her or the movies. So therefore, I have no memory of her. And I was like, is she? did he move on? And she's just like this hot chick that hangs out with him. And, and it's just like, why aren't you fucking hurt? Why aren't you? Why, who is she? Why is she? Is it your sister? I don't understand what's happening with this character. I don't remember at all. Anyway, um, Tara Reed is the daughter of Gary Busey, who's dressed as the most cliche scientist uh, ever. He's just like in a lab. And he's there's a scene where he's on the phone or like on FaceTime, basically, and it, it's ridiculous watching Gary Busey talk directly to the camera because he, I don't know if he can anymore. His eyes is kind of doing his, look at the uh, Caitlyn Jenner 
thing on South Park, and that's what he looks like now. That's what Gary Busey looks like now. He's just like this weird beast. I don't want to call him a monster. He's a beast. I don't know how else to describe it. Anyway, it's just, and then from there on, it's just a series of um, Gilbert Godfrey is in a news van, and it's just a series of him going, now that it's a oil NATO, and it's an electric NATO, and it's a nuclear NATO, and it's just them coming up with new tornado names. And it's like you're really burning out your names for later movies. You're almost getting this over with now. It's almost I'm going, all right, please, we're done, right? We've written all the plots here. Here's all these different tornadoes we could have done. It's a sand NATO at the beginning. That's why the that's why Tommy Davidson's little defense thing didn't work. Okay, I get that. That's fine. And then it's, it's just a series of insanity after that. I just remember one of the only times I laughed at this movie is when they did the twister lines with the. He's like, oh cow, oh different cow. He's like, no, it's the same cow. And and I was like, oh that was sad. Don't do a twister line. But then they cut to the inside of the tornado where when you see a shark eating a cow. Inside the tornado, and I was like, "That's clever, not clever, clever, but like, that's what the that's the jokes they should be doing. Like, they're they're doing the absurdity and making a joke out of it. They're not just going, here's a line from Twister, and then then they see the tornado go by. That would have been like, no, that's just that's not even a joke at that point. That's what those epic movies do. There's no joke. This was here's a stupid setup from a, here's a line from a different movie." And then they actually did a joke. And I was like, yes, there we go. And then it's another 45 minutes until that happens again. So if you're listening to this Thunder 11, that's what you need to be doing. Don't just, like, quote a movie. Quote the movie and then follow it up with something. Add a tag to it. Add something. Punch it up. Punch it up, you know? Punch up this fucking script. This was a... I liked it. I like watching it. It was very simple. It was really quick. You see the fucking... The cow just get eaten by a shark inside the tornado. It was funny. It was It was amusing. Because that's what they would have done. And that's why it was funny. You're like, oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I enjoyed that one. And then it was like, uh, seriously, another 45 minutes until I enjoyed another uh, joke. Because it is it is hard to find anything in this movie. Um, what else happens? They try to get back to Kansas. And that's the whole fucking plot of the movie. And then, yeah, and then they float around. And I couldn't, I don't remember which, I don't remember how the order it goes. Because it's just like a travel movie. They blow up the Grand Canyon at one point. Um, let me say this. I have two things to say about people in this movie. One of them is Tommy, da- Tommy Davidson. Um, I love Tommy Davidson. He is a genuinely enjoyable person in this movie. I, I, I appreciated his performance. He seemed like he was aware of what the fuck he was in. He did it in a, I'm taking this seriously, but also I'm not at all because I know what I'm in. I, I, it's, it's this weird line that he he's such a good actor. I, I really do enjoy Tommy Davidson. I know it's a weird thing to say, but I, I grew up on In Living Color. Um, so I really I was like, oh, Tommy Davidson. I didn't even recognize him at first because it's been a while since I've seen him. And I was like, holy shit, that's, that's Tommy Davidson. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And, and then I just, it, every time he's on screen, I would find myself focusing like, oh, oh Tommy Davidson. And he would talk, and I'd be like, oh, fuck. He, he's, I don't know, I like Diamond Davidson a lot. And then it would cut away from him, and I'd go, oh. <laughs> he's only, he's like in a plane, and he's sitting there, and he's getting told dialogue by other people. They're like, we're doing this, sir. And he's like, okay. And that's most of his scenes. And he, or he's sitting in a boardroom, or he's sitting, uh, he's just like sitting around in other, other places. And then one time he does a squirrel, like a squirrel suit, and he jumps out of a plane, and he, and he <laughs> it's the stupidest CGI I've ever seen in my life, where he just like floats onto the land. And then he fucking dies, but after the credits, he's alive again. Whatever. I don't care about the plot. Fuck this plot. There's no plot. No, they, just stop. they have to stop Sharknados. That's right. 
And uh, that's the fucking plot. Anyway, the other actor I want to talk about in this movie was, um, who the fuck was it? I, I completely forgot who I want to talk about at this point, and it is gone. Is it really gone? I think it is gone. So let's talk about David Hasselhoff instead. David, at this point, um, he's one of the better, act- better actors in this movie. I just remember who the other person I want to talk about was now. Okay, but we're going to talk about David. He was, oh, he sits on a plane, and he gets told dialogue. <laughs> he, he, he like talks to this kid, Ian's kid, Ian Ziering's kid. And then for the most of his scenes, he's just kind of like, well, you thought you said we're going to do this. Oh, okay. And then he doesn't have much to do until the ending. When they do a Baywatch sequence where him and two girls from Baywatch are getting him in like a space suit and he goes and he starts to walk away and they have a big epic moment and then uh, he's like, it's all right, and whatever he says and then he walks away toward the camera all dramatic and all of a sudden a shark comes in out of nowhere and grabs him and I'm like, holy shit, there we go. There's a fucking, there's a good joke there again because I didn't expect it. I really didn't. They did it. They finally surprised me with a fucking death. Because I was like, they're not going to kill Hasselhoff. He's like one of the biggest actors in this movie. Like, as far as, you know, people are, that he's the future of the series, I guess. Because nobody gives a shit about Ian Ziering or Tara Reid. I'm sorry, they don't. They're only in the movies because they were in the movies from the beginning. That's it. That's the only reason. Um, Again, I don't mind them, whatever. They're fine for this movie. But nobody's watching it for that. Uh, David Hasselhoff really swept uh, Sharknado 3. He was great. He went to fucking space. It was nonsense. But there's a whole thing with Gary Busey told Tara Reid that her family's dead, and then they all think she's dead. He's hiding them from her. He's hiding her from them, or them from her, whatever. And then she finds out he's lying, and it doesn't fucking matter because the plots and these don't matter. And then she leaves, and she's like a part robot. She's got a... Tara cannot speak. She cannot say lines anymore. She's had too many surgeries on her face, I think. I think. This is all just me speaking. I'm not say, stating facts at all. This is just my opinions. She's had a lot of surgeries on her face, and she can't fucking speak English. Because when she's he's training her, and, like, you, and now use the Force, and she has like a lightsaber come out of her arm. And terrible CGI also. And it's like, she can't say the things that... She's repeating lines that... Um, that Gary Busey's saying, and Gary Busey can barely speak, but I understood him, and I barely understood her. I only knew what she said because she was repeating him, like she was parroting him. So when she was saying things, I'm like, oh, dear God, Tara, come on. Like, just, what happened? You're Sharon Stoning. Come on. <sighs> anyway, um, what the fuck? Okay, so the other person I want to talk about, I know I'm all the fuck over in this because so is the movie, so if you're having a hard time following along, I feel you, Holmes. I mean, why do I keep saying Holmes? That's the second time I said that in this. Anyway, um, the other human being, and I use that description loosely, the adjective loosely, very loosely, was... I'll tease this. Uh, rum makes this movie better. Take the memory away. The other human human being, I guess, is loosely described, is around the... Ian Ziering is on the train. They get off. I don't remember what the fuck happens. They're going somewhere. Um... They get off in this weird fucking like out of middle of nowhere town in this oil field, you know, which is where the oil nato comes in. Um, they go to a chainsaw store because why the fuck not? <clears throat> the whole movie's about chainsaws, I guess. It's the series weapon, whatever. I'm fine with it. Doesn't matter. There's a chainsaw store. They go inside. A couple celebrities I don't fucking know, and then Dog the Bounty Hunter. And I was sitting there staring at him because he is on screen. Um, it's been a while since he said all the racist shit, um, but he's on screen. And I'm not a guy who watches TV, like anything like that. 
I don't watch. I watch comedies. I watch dramas. I don't watch anything reality. So when I saw him, it was really for the first time I've seen him in, I don't know, eight years. But I never watched the show, the Dog the Bounty Hunter show. I've seen like you know bits and pieces here and there. And I was looking at him. I'm like, oh my god! And I had the same thought. I, the same thought I, I always do when I look at him, which is, oh my god, that is barely a human. That man is barely human. He is. He's from whatever planet Donald Trump is from. He's from what George Hamilton. He's like from the. He's like a weird sun creature. He looks fucking ridiculous. He has got long blonde hair that starts in the middle of his head. It it doesn't start where where hair should. I don't know if it's been in a ponytail for so long that it's just like pulled itself back. I don't know. Is it, it's like a like paint in the sun? It's just kind of like chipping away. I don't understand what the hell's happened on his head. He and then he's like he's wearing sunglasses inside. He's inside a goddamn building wearing thick ass shades, and he looks, which is ironic because he cares about his eyes, but he hasn't protected his skin in sixty five years. How the fuck old he is? So he he's fucking orange. He looks like a he rubbed uh, orange peel on a leather couch, and he's, it's like this weird shiny. You kind of got like he buffed it in, you know. He got it waxed up, but I don't know what the fuck's going on with his skin. He he can't speak. He just he just kind of grunts stuff out. He and I was like, this is, he looks more like a mutant, like an like a like Shredder turned him into something, like turned a uh, Shredder turned a bald eagle into a bigger animal with the ooze. And then this is what happened. Dog the Bounty Hunter came about. And then now he's this dog. And he yells along with a fucking Baxter on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He looks fucking ridiculous. He does not look human. He sells chainsaws, I guess. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking terrible. I I, I want to say this just so I can get this across. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to mean every word I say right now. And a lot of things I say I don't mean. I mean this though. Fuck Dog the Bounty Hunter. Fuck his fucking show. Fuck his fucking fans. Fuck anyone who ever watched that show and legitimately liked it. Because it's not entertainment. It's not anything. It's nothing. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Who got famous for nothing. And I'm not saying his job. But when you look at him, you're like, that's... I don't associate that with humans. I don't at all. Like, if you put him on a chart, he would... He would not meet any of the criteria that a human would. And then he would be over here in this like weird category. Maybe he's a missing link. I don't know. He it, he's like I said, Shredder made him with a fucking ooze. That's 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 about the best I can say this about him. I didn't realize this much of this episode would be about him. I I I really he really upsets me when I look at him. Not in like a I'm offended way, but like in a way that I go, How is he popular? How did people watch this fucking show and love him? And he made millions of dollars off that fucking show. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't. Fuck you if you think he does. He, I, I really, I'm really being ruthless, but I don't give a shit. Fuck that guy. Fuck Dog the Bounty Hunter. Whatever the fuck his real name is. I don't care. I looked it up. I don't care. I, I really despise the man. I don't, I don't know anything about him other than the fact that he said some racist shit. I just everything I need to know about him, I can tell by looking at him, and I go, I have nothing in common with that piece of shit. I can just tell immediately. <sighs> Am I being ridiculous? Am I going too far? I don't know. Fuck him. Fuck you. Then okay, moving on. Um, oh Jesus Christ! I can't believe how mad I got about that. It was like three in the morning by the time I finished this movie because I had to keep stopping it, and I was like, oh, I really am mad. I had to keep reminding myself. Anyway, where the fuck was I? 
um, sharks, sharknadoes, oil nado. There's a nuclear one at the end, and then they stop it. Um, with this, with this, I I could not follow the ending. Okay, put a pin in that. We'll get to the ending. I have to sit here. I I just remembered something. I have to go back and talk about. It'd be real quick. We're almost done here. You know, so so strap in, strap on. There's a scene when they're in the house in Kansas. And then the, the tornado starts. I didn't realize what the fuck is happening. I didn't know where they were. They don't ever stop and show you any establishing shots or anything. Any connective tissue in the movie is missing. It is just missing. You don't see what the fuck's happening. Ian Zaring and his son enter a building. His, his little kid, the the Finn. Or no, he's Finn. His name, his kid's name is Gil, right? You, they enter a building, a wood building, a barn. I don't know where the fuck it was. And then... In the in the distance, you see uh, would a building get taken up off his farm and swept away into the tornado, and then you keep seeing inside the building again, and then he's just like uh, him and his kid are being sucked away by the wind, and they grab on a piece of wood, and then it's a lot of them repeating themselves. He's going, "Daddy, hold on, Daddy, hold on, Daddy, hold on, Daddy." I'm like, "Holy fucking shit! I hate this goddamn scene. It was so repetitive." Anyway, he crawls over, grabs his son. Throws him over the bar real quick, and then his son's is fine. I was like, okay, that was that was nonsense. And then it's a lot of scenes of or shots of him, Ian Zering, holding onto a bar a board, you know, at a ninety degree angle from the floor, basically, you know, parallel to the floor, and then try not to get sucked away in the wind. And then the fucking sharks come in, and he takes his fucking chainsaw sword or the fuck that thing was. It was like a video game weapon, and goes through the through the. Every time he every time he has to kill a shark, there's suddenly a, a sword or a chainsaw nearby, and he just goes, "There we go," and it's over. Okay, what the fuck? I love when they. Uh, <laughs> I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. There's a scene when the the, the sharks are flying through windows, and the guy has a has a tennis racket, and he's just batting him away. And I was like, "How fucking thick are these? How small are these sharks?" You can just bat him away like a tennis ball. Anyway, they're in the barn. He's getting swept away. And then uh, all of a sudden, the barn lands in Chicago. And I was like, and then Ian Zering leaves it, and then he's there. And I was like, what? wait, what? What the fuck? They're in, what? I, I had no idea he was in that barn. They got taken away. I thought that was a separate barn. I had no fucking idea. I, I, I could not fucking follow this. And if they did show it, you know, shame on me. I wasn't following along to this amazing scene. But what I did focus on was... These shots inside the barn are the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life, probably. It's up there. It's got to be top 10. It is Ian Zeering and then some other fucking girl, Gemini girl, moving at angles and like, whoa, like doing the, uh, you know, the Enterprise got hit, is getting hailed or, you know, getting shot at, getting laser shot at it. And it's kind of like, whoa, damage. Whoa, whoa. That sort of shit where they're just like, you know, fake moving back and forth because the camera's moving and that's all that's really happening and they're kind of shaking the camera. And it, it was ridiculous. I beg you to go back and rewatch this scene because it is fucking astounding how stupid looking it is. It is the laziest thing I've ever seen in my life and it is, it is a, a thing of beauty. This is when the movie is bad in the way it's supposed to be bad. Like it, in the actual technique that they use to make the movie. The rest of the movie is we're bad because oh we're 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 not a good movie. Here's a shark. This is a stupid idea, right? No, no, this is actually just incompetence. This is this they spent all their money getting all these fucking celebrities to come on and say three and a half words. Now they don't have money to shoot these sequences, so they look like shit. 
and they're done in such a fucking hurry that they don't ever get a chance to get any any lighting. The camera switches when when the kids when the kids there they cross the line. It fucking baffled my mind. Couldn't handle it. The camera shaking. The lighting doesn't make any sense. The lighting changes abruptly, and I realize they're in a tornado that I didn't realize, but that still doesn't make any sense. None of it makes any sense or looks good at all ever. Not once in this entire sequence. It is it is an amazing. It's a monument to terrible. In a way that they didn't even attend. This is supposed to be a sequence that was like just a small little scene. Here we go. And I'm like, no, no, this is where you actually are shitty. You're shitty at your jobs, and it shows here. Kudos to you. Stop having celebrities walk in because I don't find it interesting because I don't know who the half half these motherfuckers are. I have no idea. And the ones I do know, I don't want to hear from. And then the rest of the dialogue is this: I'm quoting other movies, like they quote Jaws and they quote a fucking Twister, like I said, and they quote Terminator Two. And because uh, she walks into the barn, Tara Reed, and she goes, "Come with me if you want to live." I'm like, that's how you introduce your 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 husband and wife character that are separated for the entire movie that you think one is dead. They each they each think each other are dead, and then that's how you introduce them. Oh my god, you're fucking you 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 monsters. Anyway, they uh they go to the west coast and they stop the fucking tornado and there's a whole sequence I couldn't follow at all. I as much as I couldn't follow the tornado sequence that took their home from Kansas. Oh my god, there's a bunch of Wizard of Oz things references there. There's a bunch of Re- Wizard of Oz references now that I think about it because Stacy Dash gets killed by the house. Anyway, the uh, uh, how much do I want to go to this? I'm gonna skip that. Don't fucking matter. They um, they go to the west coast or east coast. I forget where the fuck they land. Who gives a shit? Other than Chicago. I mean, after that, where does the end sequence take place? I thought. Oh, it's uh, Niagara Falls, right? Yeah, because they use the water to they use that water to cool down the uh, tornado, the nuclear tornado, so they can just blast it away. Whatever. I really didn't have a problem with that because they explain what the fuck is happening. And then the rest of the movie is just like, oh, it's here. And you're like, what? wait, what? <laughs> like coming up with the most desperate attempts to get sharks everywhere in the country. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Whatever. There's a, tour, there's a hotel with sharks, literally sharks in front. Because why not? Because movie has to take place. That's why. Um, anyway, where the fuck was I? They go over there. Uh, the East Coast, Niagara Falls, uh, Canada, New York, somewhere in there. The uh, they have to cool it down. Uh, Hasselhoff gets taken away. There's, and then there's the whole sequence though, they they they're getting Einzering in this like weird suit, and then he's going through the to the water, and I couldn't fucking follow any of it. And I wish I could describe it more, but I have no idea what the fuck is happening. I really couldn't follow it. I didn't. I say I, I just kind of tuned out, and I was like. I'm gonna wait until the movie kind of tells me what's going on next because I can't. These shots look so shitty and incomprehensible; like they don't resemble the reality that I'm aware of. Maybe they do to you. I don't know. Uh, and if they do to you, you are fucking high on PCP, and I, I you should get some help, sir or ma'am. PCP is a guy. It's a guy thing, right? No woman smokes PCP. You never hear of a woman smoking PCP and then taking on four LAPD officers. Just like that never fucking happens. Anyway, the uh, the fuck was I? Uh, yeah, the, the whole the whole scene doesn't make any sense, and then eventually they find all of our main characters alive inside different sharks, inside sharks. And sh- it's like a Russian nesting shark. It was fucking stupid. It was fucking terrible. And then it's a bunch of scenes of them ripping each other out of each other's guts, or sharks, and then, yeah, and then they um, walk away. And who fucking cares? And Tara Reid might die soon. I don't know. They didn't really explain it. She's like part robot, but they didn't want to show it that much because it looked terrible. And then they didn't really also put dialogue in there for it. She's like, I'm going to die soon. It's not forever. He's like, it's okay. We'll find it. We'll solve it. It's what we do. And it's like, eh, why well, even introduce it then? You're, <laughs> why 
why even introduce it if you're just going to have your main character who's receiving this information go, ah, that doesn't matter. Then don't include it in your movie. Holy shit, movie. Come on. Come on, Thunder Levin. Anyway, um, yeah, the movie ends. Uh, you find out Tommy Davidson's alive, which I'm excited because he was the like the only really... The, really, the only thing I enjoyed watching this movie was Tommy Davidson scenes. Um, if you know Tommy, let him know. I appreciated him in this movie because everyone else is just god-awful. Um, Gary Busey was fine, but Gary Busey's also never... He's always like kind of aware of what he's doing in a way that is he never knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? That That's his reality, is that he never knows what's happening. So he just always portrays that on screen. So it's always kind of like he's kind of like this level where you're like, "That's Gary Busey." He doesn't. It doesn't matter because he's always just an insane person. So, but it works in this movie. He seems like a regular person in this movie. Maybe that's what he needs to do. He needs to be that that um, okay looking girl that gets all the ugly fat friends, so that they she really stands out. You know, you get to camouflage yourself well with, and then wear an opposite color. Anyway, um, I don't care about this movie anymore. I'm fucking done with it. I don't want to watch the fifth one, but I'm going to. I'm going to get more people involved because this was this was a real depressing treat. Maybe I'll get them to vote together and then still do another review on it. Uh, we'll do a part two. I don't know. I haven't thought about it yet, really, other than right now. Uh, I do want to do Sharknado 1. Just to, you know, go back to our roots, guys. We really just figure out where we came from, how we got here, what happened. You know, it's like watching a... It's like when you watch Breaking Bad and you go back and watch season one again. You're like, how did this start? Because he seems so quaint at the beginning. And now here he is. Here he is, drug king. <sighs> did I just compare Sharknado to, to Breaking Bad? That's right. I did. They're, the quality's there, you know? The quality's there. Let me just say this before we head out. Last thing. I don't appreciate these, these, this style of movie. I don't at all. I, I like I like bad movies that are bad out of incompetence and out of budgetary restraints and things of that nature. When it's just when it's just hey look how bad we are we're we're not doing that well are we oh we're failing <laughs> no you're failing because you're only throwing a certain amount of money at this movie but you have more money um, and you're not trying on purpose and you're purposely making it stupid and bad that's not entertaining that's the guy who laughs at his own jokes level of entertainment at a party. And you're like, okay, buddy. Like, <laughs> you think you're hilarious. I get it. I get it. Doesn't mean I do. And if I did, I don't now. Like, everything you say now is just like this weird asterisk on it where I'm like, ah, oh, that was, could have been funny. But he he laughed at it. He, he did the <laughs> style laugh, which is never a good sign. If you have that laugh, people hate you probably. Uh Yeah. I don't like this style of humor. It is, it's becoming more and more every movie. I think uh, Sharknado 3 was the peak. I think that's the best they're going to get. They're not going to top it. They're just not. It was insanity. They went to space. It was nonsense. It was fun. It was a lot of fun scenes. It had a plot that it followed. This one was all over the place. Couldn't fucking follow it. So stupid. They tried to do way too much. There's a great scene with... Um, what the fuck is this goddamn name? Oh, my God. I, I just went to go say it, and I blanked. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, Steve Gutenberg. There we go. He plays Colton. He's in another Asylum movie about spiders. He references that, and uh, and that was fine. I liked that. It was, a, it was a, a little wink at the audience, if you know any of your Asylum movies. That was fun. And then, and then they had, he had Christine. Literally the car, Christine. And then I was like, what the 
fuck? Why does he have? I don't. I haven't seen that Spider movie that he's in. Maybe that's in that movie, but it's still just Christine from you know Stephen King's Christine. And I was like, what the, what the fuck is that? That's just, this is just again. It's just those epic movie jokes where you're just like, it's that character from that movie. <clears throat> oh no, that was the joke. Don't look forward to the joke. See, that was the joke. He's not supposed to be in this movie. That car, but he's here. Why are we making that reference? It's the member berries from South Park. It's what the fuck are we doing? So I don't I don't enjoy the the asylum movies. In fact, I fucking hate them. I I know I mentioned this before, but I did an inter- internship there for a little bit after or during film school, and I just found it miserable. I hated their entire model. Their business model is dog shit. And I I get that they want to make money, but I don't want to do that. Like I would not be satisfied at all with that lifestyle and making those types of movies. Yeah, they have money. Okay, how how satisfied are they with that? I don't. I can't imagine. Unless you're really shallow and that's all you need in life, then you know, fucking good for you, I guess. But I, I, I still, I hate it. I fucking despise it. I think it's fucking terrible. <sighs> yeah, I don't. I don't like that style of humor. I think that uh, clever. There's a couple of clever jokes in this, and they really shine when they when they do come on screen. Uh, the Steve Gutenberg stuff, like I said, really low key. That w- I wouldn't call that a great joke, but I, I appreciated that, stuff, that sort of humor. It was fun. And then it was just quickly over, and then Christine came in, and I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, I'm um, getting the fuck out of here, guys. I hate this movie. Go fuck this movie, right? 2016, this the Sharknado movie? Oh, my God. Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. The Star Wars thing is such a small, small two or three lines in this movie, and that's it. That's it. That's fucking it. And they called it The Fourth Awakens. That is that fucking desperate. They want you to think Star Wars and want this movie. Oh my God, I hate this movie. I've talked about it for 41 minutes. What the fuck is going on in my life? I hate my life now. I'm going to get out of here. Go check out LAWstudios.com. Go check it out, guys. It's a lot of fun. Shitty movie showdown. New episodes coming out all, once a month at least. Um, Americant. Hack from the Future. It's a quick show. Um, it's news from the future. Um, the Incredible Negative Man. The podcast is available on iTunes and YouTube. It's going to be coming out on video. That's a. This is the first time I've mentioned that right now. I am going to be doing video episodes of that show coming up. I have no idea what the fuck it's going to be. It's going to be odd. It's going to be kind of sprawling news like this show, like like I do here, where I sprawl about the movie. That's going to be news, though. It's going to be really fucking weird. Anyway, I'm going to head out because nobody gives a shit at this point, right? Um, go check out LAWstudios.com. Subscribe to this, our YouTube page, Lighting Wonderland Studios, on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. I am Phoenix West. I will always be Phoenix West. And I have been Phoenix West this entire episode, guys. And I love you guys. I can't wait for Sharknado 5, dot, 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 Earth Zero. <laughs> Oh, 2017 looks promising already. Oh, God. Who do you think is going to be in it? Write me. Who do you think is going to be in it? LoiterWonderland at gmail.com. LoiterWonderland at gmail.com. Until next time, and in the time I'm finished with So Long Citizens. <sighs> Fucking sharks. Stay out of the goddamn water. Just stay inside. I don't... Oh, I guess it doesn't help when they're in a tornado, does it? Oh, man. Ah, Jaws is right. We're all fucked.